You're listening to the Unleash Your Extraordinary podcast. I'm so excited you're here. I'm Jess Ratcliffe and I'm here to help you build the person and leader you dream of being so that you can create the impact and the life you dream of. With every episode, it's my intention to equip you with the insights, inspiration and immediately actionable tools to doubt yourself less, believe in yourself more and take action without overthinking. So if you're hungry for growth, driven by impact and insatiably curious about self-improvement, personal development and how we can be the best that we can be, you're in the perfect place and I am so excited and grateful that you're here. So let's dive in. In today's episode, we're reflecting on your year so far because if you're listening today, we've crept into July 2019, which means we're officially in the second half of this year. So we're going to reflect on your year so far and dig into how we can intentionally create the rest of the year ahead. Before we do, as always, I have a question for reflection. And this week's question is actually perfectly aligned with the topic of today's podcast. And that question is, What do you want to create more of? Maybe it's more freedom, more joy, more growth, more sales, more impact, more income even, the list goes on. Whatever comes to mind for you, what's one thing that you want to create more of? And I'll leave that with you. And now moving on to some listener love. I have loved it this week. Two incredible ladies have shared and shouted out the podcast on the social medias, specifically Instagram. So thank you, Julia, and thank you, Kirsten. Honestly, it just means so much. And I had the most magical experience where a friend of mine who also listens to this podcast, hello, saw Julia's post and didn't know that we're sort of, I guess, connected because we were once on a panel together. And so this friend was like, I've just seen you in the wild, like, you know, that joy, the joy that comes with the, how big but yet small the world is. So thank you so much for sharing. It honestly means so much. And yeah, now moving on to, as promised as well, reading out a cheeky review. So we do have another one this week, which is awesome. Again, thank you so much from Dragon LP 111 And I think I have an inkling who you might be, Dragon LP 111 But your review says, makes so much sense. I've listened to a couple of episodes. I love Jess's delivery and the way she works her way methodically through her topic. The podcasts are in an easily digestible format, just the right size so that I don't become overwhelmed. It's like having a friend with me and we are having a conversation about how I can improve my life one block at a time. And honestly, that that is exactly what I'm hoping to create. So thank you so much. It honestly makes my day to hear what you're thinking of the podcast and that it's helpful. So on that note, my intention for today's episode is to help you reflect on your year so far, because I've recently reflected on mine, hence the inspiration for this podcast, to help you reflect on your year so far so that we can intentionally, from that clarity, from that awareness that will come up from the questions that I'm gonna guide you through, we can harness that to intentionally create the rest of the year ahead so that we finish up, I don't, it's scary to even say it, we finish up 2019 
with a smile on our faces and joy and smiles in our hearts because we know that we've shown up. And whether that, you know, everything can be so goal-focused, it's not about doing everything to sort of, you know, work until our eyes bleed or all of that, you know, these images that people have and stuff, but it's just so that we can finish the year feeling proud of how we've shown up, excited about what we've created and being able to look back and see the difference, see the evolution and the growth that we've experienced throughout the year. So that is today's intention to help you reflect on your year so far so you can intentionally create the rest of the year ahead. So with that in mind, what I'm going to do, the sort of structure for today is I've got a few questions that, as I mentioned, I took myself through last week in readiness to sort of hit the second half of 2019. And I really, I thought of doing this actually because I was inspired by Rachel Hollis's podcast who has a, an episode about doing a mid-year audit. But also something, I just felt it was the right time to sort of really look back and think, right, where have I spent my time and my energy this year so far? And so I'll just talk you through how I did it and then I'll take you into the questions so that if you're with me now with a pen and paper, you could actually do this right now. But also knowing a few of you do commute, I've also created a workbook, which is our first ever episode-related workbook, which you can get by going to jessratcliffe.com forward slash podcast forward slash 20, which is the number of this episode. And you can download a workbook from there, basically, which is all of the questions that I went through and giving you the space to actually answer the questions there and then summarizing it at the end so that you can walk away with some really clear next steps, things you want to do more of, things you want to do less of which brings us into the audit. So what I did is basically get my calendar up. First of all, I reminded myself of my goals for this year. So I looked at my notes document, which I just sort of take notes on my phone and looked at the goals that I'd set for 2019. And oddly, even though I feel like I'm a very sort of goal-focused person, I actually hadn't looked back at them since writing them, which is a bit crazy, or probably I'd looked at them a couple of times in January. But then I don't know if you feel this as well, but then I get so into the months or the weeks or the days and what I'm working on, the projects that I'm running or the coaching that I'm doing and the teams that I'm working with, it very much becomes about the execution of that. And so it's so easy, therefore, to get into the day to day, the week by week and forget to actually reflect on our overarching goals for the whole year and make sure that what we're doing, what we're saying yes to and versus saying no to is aligned and that those activities do actually serve those goals. Obviously, there's then the option that if stuff's coming up throughout the year that doesn't serve those goals, that we can readjust and tweak them to match maybe a new set of opportunities that has come to life that we just couldn't have predicted at the beginning of the year. But I just found that that in itself quite insightful that I hadn't actually gone back to those goals despite setting them, you know, they felt very New Year's resolution focused in that instance, I guess, because you set them at the beginning of the year, feel super gung-ho about them, and then maybe look at them a few times through January, and then you just get into the vortex, don't you? You just get into the day-to-day, the sort of immediate building, and things were focused on this day, this week, this month, and sometimes, if you're like me, it's so easy to then forget to zoom out, reflect back, and just make sure, you know, just sanity check, is what we're doing actually aligned to these goals? You know, and you could even imagine the extreme of this is that whenever 
requests come in or coffee invites come in or events or anything, even potentially new clients, you know, people reaching out, we can then look at does that align and serve the goals that we have for this year, the intention we have for our growth for this year, and if not, that then feeds what we, our response to that versus if we've forgotten to sort of look back on those, if you're anything like me, you can find yourself saying yes, because it might be exciting in the moment, and then you do it and you realise, actually, gosh, that might have just taken a full day out, but I've not actually, I didn't check that this is sort of actually going to feed towards my growth. I said yes, because it felt exciting in the moment, maybe, or I felt bad saying no, you know, all of the classic people pleasing stuff comes in, or even fear of missing out, you know, whatever it might be. We say yes, because it's a short term view versus reflecting back on how does this serve us over the long term. So what I did is I sat down with a good cup of coffee, which I highly recommend, a lovely hot beverage sitting in the sun because it's been beautiful in the UK this week. It was an absolute scorcher um, and was able to sit out there, you know, trying to like hide the sun from a laptop so I could actually see the screen and then basically went into my Google Calendar and went right back to the first week of January, looked at every single day and noted down the activities that I've spent my time and energy on. And then, because obviously you can imagine across six months, there's quite a few, I looked at that. So I noted everything down on a you know big old piece of paper and then reflected at that so I could see it in one big picture across the six months. You know, how many sort of pick your brains coffees had appear in there or how many one-to-one sessions, how many group workshops based on what my style of work is, you know, what were the categories of activities that were common throughout those six months, day by day, week by week. And then what I did is I looked at how have those activities, how have the ways in which I've spent my time and my energy served my growth and my goals? And I've got to tell you, like, I have a confession for sure that at the beginning of the year, there's a lot in there that I said yes to that didn't lead to anything, that didn't really serve my growth or my goals. And it's just so insightful seeing it back and then seeing the number of times that those things appear to then be like, shit, like I need, you know, this is really actually something I say yes to, but I don't realize I maybe last week had said yes to that same thing three times. And when you then think of that collectively, right, if each thing is even say half an hour, Before you know it, you're spending around two hours on something that isn't serving you or your growth. And actually, we could flip to say it's potentially just draining that. And obviously, this, you know, very much take this based on what your style of work is and what you know fuels you and fuels your growth. So to bring that to life a bit more in the context of the work that I do, those things that were patterns for me were at the very beginning of yeah the year you know I had a lot of coffees in there which were quite unfiltered quite unfiltered whether that's a Skype coffee whether that's a in-person coffee saying yes because somebody had asked if I would meet someone without really sort of checking actually is there a better way I could help this person or almost get curious about what we're actually meeting for rather than just because they're a mutual friend who has asked to pick my brains you know, I'm then spending time 
and this is where it's tough, right? Because already I feel guilty saying this of not wanting to help people. It's not that at all, but it's, could I have helped them in a way that gave them what they needed and also gave me what I needed so that I'm not walking away feeling like, gosh, I feel like I've just been interrogated for half an hour and actually I could have done this in a more efficient way without committing to both the time, energy and saying yes to that, which meant that by default, I was also saying no to something else, which could have been creating content, serving clients, creating clients, things that would have furthered my goals and growth for that year. Because, you know, we have to at some point, I guess, and I'm sure you've experienced this too, start to draw the line at what we say yes to, because otherwise our days, our weeks are filled with the things that we'll say yes to out of a fear of saying no. But actually, if they don't serve us, before we know it, we're spending a lot of time on things that aren't going to progress us towards our goals. So anyway, that's how I did it. That's how I structured the mid-year review. Super simple, it felt, actually. And it feels weird that it's even the first time I've ever done it, but it it really felt sort of cathartic. It felt great to look back and with no judgment, with no sort of, you know, beating myself up or anything. It was just with a real sort of neutrality to it, looking at how have I spent my time? How have I spent my energy? Which obviously they're pretty much the same thing, but you could look at, you know, for example, for me, energy spent on, say, doing a a talk at a conference is a lot greater than energy spent in a one-to-one conversation. So really looking at where did I spend my time and my energy and how did those activities serve my goals and my growth? And also being very okay with saying, actually, this group of activities didn't because that gives us the awareness to intentionally create the year ahead. So with that in mind, I hope that made some sense and and might be a helpful activity for yourself to do. Again, if you want guidance through this, I've created a, a workbook of the questions that I took myself through and it will guide you through. So you can get that by going to jessratcliffe.com forward slash podcast forward slash 20, where we can go through these questions and the ones that I'm about to guide you through And so let's move into those now. So what I'd love for you to do is first of all, remind yourself of the goals that you have for this year and really looking at those with no judgment, right? Because there may be one or two on there where we're like, Christ, I really haven't done anything towards that. I even forgot it was on there. You know, no judgment, just seeking awareness, seeking curiosity and clarity of my goals for this year are, and then dot, 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 or, you know, however many you have, reminding yourself, refreshing yourselves of your goals so far. And then looking back over the year, whether this is as I did it, looking through your calendar, all these elements just might be top of mind for you. What are the activities that you've spent your time and energy on? And as you list those out, again, whether that's through your calendar or just what's top of mind, how can you group them into categories? So are there maybe categories where it comes to serving clients, working with the team, building the product, leading the team? Maybe there's things in terms of investing in you and your growth. So maybe it's working with a coach, maybe it's working with a mentor, really gathering together what are the activities that you've spent your time and energy on. Maybe there's specific projects, maybe there are coffees in there if you're a bit like me with the classic saying yes to pick your brain coffees. Maybe there's 
regular weekly meetings that you notice that actually you then think, hmm, like, is that just legacy? Do we need that? Like, do I have to, like, does that actually serve both of us? Or is there a way in which we can adapt this? I'm sort of shifting us into the, the next step already, really. But this first one is just reflecting on the year that's been. What are the activities that you've spent your time and energy on? And just note those down, either in a notebook, in a notes document in your phone, or if you've already grabbed the workbook, then you'll see that these questions are in there. And then with those activities in mind, how have they served your growth and your goals? So again, looking back on your goals for this year, then looking back on the activities you've spent your time and energy on, how have those activities, how has that time and energy spent served your growth and your goals? And at this point, again, it's totally okay to just catch that actually these activities haven't served my growth or my goals. But now I have the awareness to take that with me into the second half of this year. So again, we're not doing this for judgment or criticism or beating ourselves up. We're doing this to fuel the fire to intentionally create the year that we want going forward. So it's how have those activities served your growth and your goals? And then from that, reflecting on how you've spent your time and your energy, and then knowing how those specific activities have served your growth and your goals, what are the activities you're going to do more of for the rest of this year that you're going to intentionally say yes to more often or go out there and proactively create more often? What are the opportunities, activities, experiences that you know have served your growth, so you're going to create more of them from this day on. And on the flip side, what are the activities that you're now gonna do less of, that based on looking at the insights that they haven't served your growth or your goals, what are the activities that from this day on you're going to be aware of doing less of, that you're intentionally gonna say no or not now to, so that by doing that, it creates the space for the more part, for what you're gonna say yes to and go out and create more often. And this brings us back, right, because there might be things, you might be looking at your list now, and there might be something where you're like, oh God, I wanna say no to that, but I feel so guilty or I feel like I should, you know, this classic shoulding all over ourselves. I feel like I should say yes to that or we've been doing this for so often. How do I say no? You know, this is a perfect moment to to harness this mid-year audit, this reflection on the year so far to just say, I've, you know, I've done an audit of my time and my, my energy and actually I've noticed that we've been doing the same weekly meeting for the last six months and actually when we think about it, How is that serving our goals? Whether that's individually, whether that's as a team and just spark that, come from that place of curiosity to be like, you know, would we be open to to tweaking this a little bit, to readjusting what we do? Because actually if the purpose of this meeting is X, could we not do that by this? You know, looking at how can I get the same outcome 
the same way of going back to those pick your brain coffees. So whenever I get those now, because again, you know, and I know what it's like, I was absolutely, gosh, I think like, you know, since starting the business that I did at 19, I have forever been, you know, interested in meeting people who are a few steps ahead or have created the path that I'd be so excited to create at all different stages of my career, whether that's back in the entrepreneurial days in like the teenager entrepreneurial days, the product, me, both in London and in San Francisco, you know, I was constantly reaching out to product managers. I think, yeah, I actually, you know, in that reaching out created a series called Coffee With, which if you're a product person, a slight tangent and blast from the past. But if you go to my medium, then I have a bunch of interviews where I was having coffee with incredible product managers, incredible product leaders. And so just started to capture that as an interview series. And that's it. You know, that all was about wanting to air quotes. It's such a grim phrase, but, you know, pick, oh, I can't even say it, you know, like pick someone's brain, which is horrific because it's one, it's just so actively about take, right? Versus being an exchange, an exchange of value, an exchange of stories, whatever it might be. And so to bring us back to the fact that maybe you're looking at a list of activities that aren't serving your growth or your goals for this year, but you feel a sense of should in keeping them in there. Ask yourself, how could I still help these people? How could I still give them what they want, but without taking away from what I want or what I need so that it becomes the exchange still, but without having to maybe be a 60 minute meeting or a a coffee where you're meeting in person or an hour long Skype call, whatever it might be, how can I still help them? How can I still be of service or just be sharing my experience, knowing the place that they're coming from, but without it taking that hour or an in-person meeting? Just to again, like look at, right, if we can see there's a pattern across what isn't serving us, how can we start to relieve those? How can we start to remove those activities from our calendar, which really is the biggest sort of identifier of how we're spending our time and energy so that I have more time, more energy to be of service to those that I'm here to serve, to contribute to the team that I'm leading, to have an impact, to take time off, to be able to think more creatively and actually spark more joy so that, hey, this massive target we've got, like we spoke about last week, by taking that time, I've come up with an idea that I wasn't even expecting and that I couldn't even create when I'm just doing these day-to-day activities. So it's really an opportunity to look at what do you want to say no to or even what do you want to just say not now to, right? And bringing this back to the product mindset, we can just look at testing this. It might be saying, hey, for the next month, I'm going to practice, I'm going to test saying not now to those pick your brain coffees. So I'm not saying a no, but I am not sacrificing my time and energy that serves the other people and team and metrics that I'm here to serve. It's not taking my time and energy away from my vision, but it is still helping those people. It's just maybe not going to happen in the next week. I'm not going to make time in the next week versus make time in the next quarter or whatever feels right. So to recap, because I went off on a bit of a tangent there about my now new love of saying no. So so far, we've reminded ourselves of our goals for this year. And then looking back over the year, 
We've identified the activities and grouped them into categories for how we've spent our time and our energy. Then we've looked at those and asked how have they served my growth and my goals. And even in the workbook, I've sort of got, I've got those next to each other, a list of the activities on one side and how they've served my growth and goals on the other so that we can literally draw a line between one activity and the impact that that's had on our growth and our goals. And then from there, again, with no judgment, no shame, no beating ourselves up, we might also have a bunch of activities or a common pattern that we've noticed we say yes to, that actually from now on, we want to be saying no to. And on the flip of that, we're then asking ourselves, so reflecting on how I've spent my time and my energy so far, what are the activities that have served me, my growth and my goals? and therefore that I'm going to do more of going forward? And also, what are the activities that I'm going to say no to or not now to, so that I'm doing less of those? So there we go. So basically, that's sort of the high level, right? And again, these mid-year audits, this reflecting on the year, it can feel like it's something that takes time. And in this world, especially if you're like me, but also like any of the clients I work with, right? It's so easy, as I mentioned at the beginning of this, to not reflect because it's easy to get sucked into the vortex, to focus on the day-to-day. You know, you might even be listening to this and think, fuck, I should do this today, but I've got so much other stuff to do that I'll do it later. And actually, this is something, you know, that's one of the myths that doing this reflection, whether that's on a mid-year basis, on a weekly basis, on a daily basis, whatever serves you best, you know, we can get our into our heads and think that it takes time versus saving time. You know, what if by spending half an hour doing this and it will be, you know, more sort of clearer, I guess, rather than me guiding you through it necessarily over the podcast, but by going to the workbook and running through it, like literally, you know, a one page to run through and land and finish that workbook with absolute clarity on what so far has served your growth and what hasn't served your growth, which is really what it comes down to. Of what we've done so far this year, what has served us and our growth and our goals and what we're here to achieve, what our mission is, and what hasn't. And how can we create more of what has served us, what has created an impact, what has moved the needle, and how can we create less of what hasn't served us, what hasn't moved the needle, and actually what at points could have felt like it was taking away from our energy to show up for our vision, for our goals, and for the impact that we want to create. So there we go. I hope that was helpful. And I hope that by guiding you through it in this podcast, it's sort of an opportunity to be coached through it live. But again, as I mentioned, if you'd rather just get your head down, have your calendar next to you, and look at the activities and then be able to jump to the workbook, you can get that by going to jessratcliffe.com forward slash podcast forward slash 20. It's a super simple one pager, but it just summarizes what we've talked about today with the key questions and takes us from reflecting on our goals all the way through to extracting out what are the activities that have served us that we're going to create more of, what are the activities that haven't served us and therefore that we're going to create less of that we're actively going to own saying no or not now to there we go i hope that was helpful i would so love 
to hear one insight that this has sparked for you, whether that's a big takeaway or something that you're like, this is the thing that I've been saying yes to that I'm now going to say no to. I would so love to hear because this was such a helpful exercise for me to go through. I feel refreshed for the year ahead and I would love to hear just one insight or one takeaway that has bubbled up for you, that has come sort of come to life as you've been listening to this or even as you go to the workbook and reflect on your calendar. Just something that you feel excited to share with me. And if you're as incredibly badass as Julia and Kirsten, I would love for you to share that on Instagram by even as they did sort of taking taking a photo of something they're doing. Kirsten was picking strawberries, amazing. Or Julia took a screenshot and then just shared her favorite quote. I think it was her favorite quote, just a quote from the podcast, which again, by doing that and tagging me, I can then share that with others so that we can share these insights, share these takeaways, and again, help people like us discover the podcast so that they can do a bit of a reflection on their year too. I look forward to hearing from you. And as always, if you, by listening to this, feel like this would really help a friend, it would make my day and I hope it would make theirs if you'd feel happy to share it with them too. But hopefully from this, I will now see you over on Instagram stories with the one insight or takeaway that has come to life for you while listening to this podcast. Have a great day and a great week and see you next time. Bye.